All right, hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan uh, from Sport Clips. This is another edition of our Hall of Fame podcast, and uh, this is going to be a special one. We just, uh, it, the calendar flipped to October. Uh, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and um, everyone out there hopefully knows that Sport Clips is a national partner with the St. Baldrick's Foundation that raises uh, funds for childhood cancer research. And so we do a lot of stuff throughout the year. And my guest today is a part of a team leader group, uh, one of the best in the country, as a matter of fact. And uh, she helped organize a uh, Brave the Shave, I think it's called, what you guys called it, um, event. And so we're going to walk through the details of how they did it. If you're watching on YouTube, hello. Uh, you can see not only did she organize it, she participated in it. Uh, and so we've talked about <clears throat> how her head feels now and uh, if she's uh, th does a cold air hit her at night, uh, she, uh, uh, she's got quite a story to tell us. So we're sitting down uh, with, uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell me, uh, by the way, this is a two-time podcaster with the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. She was on one of the first ones we ever recorded. Uh, but why don't you tell me uh, your name, your, uh, your kind of stores you're associated with, uh, all that kind of little get a little bit of background for you. Yes. Hi, Shamaya Lataj, uh, team leader slash marketing support for Sport Clips in Southern California. We have five locations. Uh, our flagship is Glendora. That was uh, about a, it's 11 years ago, I think 2007, 2008. Yep. And uh, we have Sport Clips uh, Upland, Laverne, uh, Fontana, and Redlands. And Upland for those who may know uh it was the former home of an artistic team member yes. uh dorian yes. dory hurricane dorian so dory's mm -hmm. from there so this is one of the premier team leader groups in the country in fact they were team leaders of the year uh in 2018 they got named that so they certainly have enough on your you guys have enough on your plate mm -hmm. without organizing an event like what you did for the St. Baldrick's Foundation, but I know uh, the the culture of uh, that your family has for the uh, in, in this area for the stores, uh, the passion that you have for your team members in the community is unrivaled. So why don't you tell me, with everything on your plate, what inspired you to organize your St. Baldrick's event? Let's start there because I think that is an important part of why you tapped into this mission to go out and set and do the event that we're going to talk about today. What started it all? Yeah, so we've we've known that um, as Sport Clips, part of the Sport Clips family that we're associated with St. Baldrick's uh, for the last couple of years. It's always been connected to us. Uh, we've seen the great work that they've done and been around it and exposed to it. But I didn't tend to know how to take that to the next level as a store owner, um, as a team. So that's always been kind of a thought in our head. And then Huddle came around this past year yep. and in April, and I remember seeing that there was a, a, a breakout session mm -hmm. for St. Baldrick's, mm -hmm. and immediately my I was perked. I was like, yes, I want to learn more about this. This is perfect. And so I ended up jumping into the, the breakout session, mm -hmm. and immediately it was one of those things that we ended up having um, immediate exposure to, to what they were, what they were about, and they had a chance to explain how the history of, of St. Baldrick's, why it started, and, and what the work that they were doing. Mm 
Um, so when they were speaking about it, um, a lady named Robin. Robin Raphael, who yeah. was also on the podcast. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Director of uh, corporate relations or family relations, something like that. She's she's a uh, uh, a St. Baldrick's uh, Foundation employee. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she was there. Yeah, she was there with a group of others speaking about St. Baldrick's. Mm-hmm. And she had started her story and posted this beautiful, beautiful photo of her holding her son's eyes and or holding her son's hands and looking into his eyes and mm-hmm. and and it was just this beautiful photo she started telling her story yeah. about all these different things that had happened and the experiences mm-hmm. and then we were listening and she got to the end of it and it wasn't a happy oh, ending. Oh, you had she hadn't yet explained no, that he no. ended up passing. Oh wow. No. Wow. She just was sharing. Yeah. And we it hit me mm-hmm. right right then and there. Yeah. It was like Seeing it so real, seeing someone, seeing a mother share that, and her grief consumed the room, Mm -hmm. even though it was so long ago. Yeah, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, Yeah. we, you could feel it. We felt Mm -hmm. it. We felt, we felt what that felt like. And that moved me. It was instant. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, St. Valdrix has been doing all this. Sport Close has been connected to them. We have haircuts with heart. We all have this passion to give. And here it is right in front of us, and here's an opportunity. And they shared what, how to do it. They were like, step one, go on our website. Say right. you want to host an event. Step two, find a venue. Yeah. And then all these different things that came along, and it was just kind of like, my question was, why not? Mm-hmm. So, okay, you, so that happens. You uh, um, get with uh, RF and Susan, your, your mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, dad and mom, I guess. Uh, do you get with them there at Huddle? Is this something that you guys immediately agree to that when you come back home, you're going to hit the ground running or? Actually, so it's funny because during the presentation, I, I got a text from my dad mm-hmm. and it was like, come to the trust wave meeting. Uh-huh. And I was like, ah. no, you come to the St. Baldrick's <laughs> meeting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, I wrote him right back. I go, no, this is really important. I want to, uh-huh. I want to stick around for this. So, yeah. Um, and I told him where I was. And then at the end, we, I met up with our team, uh, that evening and we, right, we all talked, our managers okay. were there and this was a special year cause we got to bring, um, some other members from our team yeah. yep. to the huddle. So we had a little bit bigger of a group there. My parents, our little Taj team, um, last year and we're all sitting around and we're having brunch on our way out. We were leaving and it just, the conversation just struck and we said, let's do this. Let's make this happen. So not only do you put it out to the universe, but you put mm-hmm. it out to your team and yes. you got immediate buy-in. Immediate. Okay. They were like, yes. Okay. And it was almost as if they'd been kind of waiting to do something, to, yeah. to be involved in something. And so they were shouting out ideas and, and one of them was, it was actually our manager of the Upland store, Ariel. Uh-huh. She was like, oh, my dad is a manager of a band. Uh, maybe they can play. Okay. And then someone else was like, oh, you know, I, this happens. And I, we were like, well, what about this restaurant? And it just kind of, it was so easy for it to come together right. because the cause was so important and we knew, we knew what we could do with what we were given. Yeah. So um, you get home and then what, what, I mean, I know you checked the website out and you saw the steps, but what really kind of proactively did you have to get done? So the first thing we knew is um, we wanted, so timeline, we figured on average it was about three months or so was the average time it could take to put a, an event together. Yeah. Um, and so we, we had a little bit more time because we thought about September being Childhood Cancer Awareness Month yep. that we could gain 
that exposure um, media-wise into yep. the community. And so we picked September. It ended up being exactly six months from um, oh, cool. the date we thought about it. Yeah, yeah it kind of worked out. And so we knew step one was to find a time. So we found a time and then a venue, a place. And it was encouraged uh, from the St. Baldrick's representatives that doing it at a bar or a restaurant kind of brings that vibe in from the community. Mm -hmm. And you know, people can eat and they can hang out. Right. And then you're even having people who didn't come specifically. Because it's not supposed to be, obviously childhood cancer is such a heavy topic. Yes. But it's supposed to be a fun event, right? Yeah. Like with people cheering on. Yes, there's some honoring and some memories and all that kind of stuff. But we are celebrating uh, life right now and the ability at, for our lives to impact other people. So exactly. I'm, I'm sure that's probably why St. Baldrick's is going for the, hey, find a fun event, venue, bar, restaurant, that kind of stuff where people can celebrate, cheer on. All that kind of stuff. So what 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 did you decide on? Uh, so it was called Nuno's Bistro and Bar okay. in Upland, California. And we knew it had this outdoor patio and their owner had hosted events in the past through other things that they had done. So I asked them and they said, yes, of course, mm -hmm. whatever we can do to help. And pieces started coming together. So then we asked the band, uh, the okay. manager, Ariel's dad. What's the band? Let's give them a shout uh, out. Yeah, Little A and the All-Nighters. Okay, mm, all right. Awesome. <laughs> and what kind of music? Uh, is blues, okay. blues, okay. yeah. Okay. So right. we were like, wait, St. Baldrick's and blues. Yeah, that's so that's fun. Cool. Yeah. It, it really kind of mm -hmm. heightened that. Uh, and they were, you know, pretty much a yes from the beginning too. Yeah. And it, it was one of those things that as we started just asking the questions, uh, who wanted to be involved. Then I came to the uh, Chamber of Commerce, the Upland Chamber of Commerce, okay. and asked them too, because I knew having community tie-in and support would really escalate our presence with what we were trying to create. Did you do. already have a, a contact at the Chamber of Commerce? Yes. Or did you have to create? Okay. Yeah, that, that relationship um, we've had for a long time. So it was wonderful to be able to ask mm -hmm to be a part of this and it was a very, um, it was reciprocated really well. I'm just thinking of maybe, uh, hopefully every store uh, uh, and that's listening, uh, either the manager or team leader or t uh, team member, hopefully that store is involved with the chamber mm -hmm. of the, whatever town they're in already. If you're not, here's another reason why you wanna be. So mm -hmm. when you can kind of leverage those relationships to impact the community better. Uh, so you, you're getting buy-in uh you're getting the venue set all of that kind of stuff when did you decide that you're you were going to shave your head was that part of it from the beginning no okay all right walk no. me walk me through how did that how did that happen because like i said earlier i, I don't your your hair wasn't to the floor long but you've had you had long you know, very nice hair mm -hmm. very long hair um so i i I wouldn't wake up out of bed in the morning and think, oh, um, let me just shave this off. So how did you get to the point where you decided to, to do it? Honestly, it came from learning more about mm -hmm. what we were doing and knowing that the statistics are pretty awful. Uh, every two minutes a child is diagnosed. Mm -hmm. It's the number one you know, ch child disease killer of all of them combined. Yep. And we all are affected by it. And the more I started learning about what exactly happens, what we're doing, what we're, we're trying to convey. And I was, in, I was getting the message out, but then I felt people would ask, they're like, well, what about you? And I was mm -hmm. like, well, and then 
it just didn't seem like it almost was again, like, why not? Yeah. It kind of just, I remember just standing there. I remember the night I was in the shower and I was like, I was washing my hair and I had been thinking about what we were planning to do. And I said, well, why not? Mm -hmm. I, if I can create um, an impact from being somebody who participates as a shavee beyond just being uh, an event organizer, it, I know that message can carry yep. much further than just what we created at, in that moment. And once I thought about it that way and thought about, I think, the kids who have to deal with it, not by choice. Right. It kind of became an easy choice to make. Yeah. And, and I think it, it's very personal. Uh, it, well, it legitimizes, too. When you, when you do this, I assume you're going to do this in future years, mm -hmm. you've, you've been there. You've walked through it. You, yeah. you don't have to shave your head every year, by the way, just <laughs> letting, letting you know. Uh, you don't need, need to feel compelled to do that, not that you did it this time for that reason, but you have walked a mile in these shoes. You did, you did uh, raise money and get your head shaved and do everything that all these other people that you're asking to do it are going to do. So mm -hmm. kudos for that. I, I'm very impressed. Yeah. So. It's been, it was really cool too. Cause the fire really started jumping at that yeah, point. Right. Then, uh, you, skin, you, know, you literally yeah, skin was, and hair so, in the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was kind of like, we're doing this, which is awesome. Exciting. The fire was there. And then it was like, and I'm shaving my head. And right. then it was like more fire right. and more excitement and more. And yeses. I got so many great, every response, that people who wanted to be a part of it were enthusiastic to be a part of mm -hmm. it. I did get some no's, um, but I think, and that actually was a no's for people that did not want to shave their head or did not want to donate money towards it. So in the beginning, early on to explain it, I did get uh, where I would start explaining what it was that, that this was the cause and this is what we were trying to achieve. And I think because it was never really, it's something that people can't, visually concept concept until they're there and seeing it right. and even again like me and I understood you, and that you hadn't been to one exactly yet, right? I'd never been to one okay. so I, I empathize and understood that even me putting it together with my team and all the people involved the ones who had never been to one we all were kind of just like well I guess we'll just see how it goes right had Which any of the stylists ever been to a a shave um, event or I think a few of them I know Dory okay, definitely yeah. was a big part of, mm -hmm. of that and a couple of them have been involved but in the sense of hosting an event, that was all foreign yeah. to all yep. of us. So yeah, the nose kind of came from the, I don't know what this is, and so I'm gonna just probably right. say no. So then- This time. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. so that, and that was another thing. And, and honestly, as soon as the, we got excited even more so about it, Frankie, the coach yeah. of the year, uh -huh. jumped in. That's right. And and more people started jumping in. Different people from all over the community. Yeah. How did you get? How did you get? I mean, Frankie, not a coach of the year, artistic team member. Yes. Um, how did that conversation go? <sighs> who reached out to who? Honestly, I'm trying to think. I think she just dove right in. Wow. I feel like it was one of those things that I just she's got a fearless. message and she's like, "I'm in." Yeah. Of course, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so that worked out. And I did reach out. So. I, I'll backtrack a tiny bit more back to the timeline. Another important aspect is a barber coordinator, mm -hmm. um, somebody to help you recruit barbers. Mm -hmm. So uh, Ashley, our, our coach right. for our region, um, ended up um, taking that role too. And that was a really cool piece. Because you together. want more than just sport clip stylists that are shaving heads or? Um, no, we knew that 
so because of how we were introduced to St. Baldrick's as sport clubs being the, the barbers normally, um, it was kind of an easy way to migrate the two. We, we knew that I wanted somebody who was familiar with the sport clubs world and who understood the connection between sport clubs and St. Baldrick's and then also could extend that out into were the all community. Were all the barbers, stylists, were they all sport clips? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So th I, that was my that was where my little confusion was coming oh, yeah. in. Did Ashley have to go out and get like other barbers from a local barber shop or whatever just to say there's a, not just sport clips no, people there? Okay. No. We, so you could do it with all sport clips folks, mm -hmm, which yep. makes it really nice. Yeah. Because I think you know a few of them. <laughs> yeah. So. And even um, team leaders from other stores were were offering to help and they mm. did. They came and oh, they, cool. they wore their own their logos and they were asking what else can we do? Because it was four to eight right mm -hmm. on a saturday saturday september that's kind 21st. of a busy time yeah for stylists at sport clips and in their stores yeah. so to give that time up and to come do an event like this um just speaks to how important it is mm -hmm. uh so, okay so you got you had ashley doing that you had frankie donating you had you donating and, and running it you had dory cutting um what are some of the other kind of elements that had to come together to really pull this off um, having, I would say the most important thing was making sure that our message was clear, getting mm -hmm. important details out because a shave-a-thon is so unique that to describe it to somebody, to get somebody to want to come to it, we really had to, to share that. Yeah. So utilizing the fact that we all had, the way I described it was each one of us was actually our own mini fundraiser mm -hmm. even though it kind of started from this beginning idea everybody was responsible for their own piece and of does it. everybody have a, a separate goal that yes. they're trying to raise yes. and it doesn't have to be the same it could it could vary yes okay yeah everybody's goal can be different minimum is um, what a hundred dollars or something is what you what yeah the we, normal ask. i think that's the normal yeah. ask mm -hmm. but um for the our floor. first time yeah right. for our first yeah. time we were just kind of like you know whatever if, if you want to yeah. <laughs> anything will be really helpful yeah. um so we were we were that was what was really fun about being a first time too was we just kind of did it how we wanted to mm -hmm. do it and so going back to your question um having everybody be responsible for their own piece gave that pride in we all were contributing towards that same cause. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew that, you know, cancer is such a mountain that's so hard, I think, for people to conceptually climb. Yeah. And so this was a way that even if that person who just raised it a little bit and shaved their head or volunteered or in some other way, there's another option, you can do what you want. Mm -hmm. Everybody felt like they were doing something, and they really were. They were they were moving that mountain together. Yeah. And you, uh, was your hair like <laughs> ponytailed and cut and donated? Yes. Or okay, because yeah. I saw pictures yeah. in the video. And so, okay, so tell me about that. That was a really neat extra bonus. Uh -huh. <laughs> There's so many good things that come out of this. Uh, so that was really cool too. Being um, the fact that I had such long hair, yeah. I was able to, I did a little bit of research, uh, picked a foundation called Children with Hair Loss. Mm. I think they're based out of Minnesota. Um, they uh, give hair to kids that have all sorts of, any, any hair loss, and yeah. they don't charge, which is kind of neat. And Ashley, um, who was, this is a crazy story, uh, uh, like three or four days, three days, I think, before our event, 
she wasn't, there was no talk of shaving for, for our barber coordinator. Okay. And then all of a sudden the numbers weren't really, she was like, she just texted us. She's like, I'm in, I'm shaving my head. (laughs) And that night she ended up raising, I think in seven hours, more than any of us had raised in like the six months we had been doing this. And just like that, because she was excited and she knew she, how she wanted to carry it. Yeah. She could, and she she and did. And she knew people would respond to yes. her energy, to her effort. Yeah. And so, and that m- was so beautiful. How many? So how many shavies did you guys end up with? I think total twenty. Oh wow! Yeah. Twenty. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we had people. Um, yes. We had people from the restaurant jump in. What? Um, we had two firefighters show up, oh, and my they gosh. jumped in. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Friends, family members, my brother, uh, friends from all over, different friends of other people's friends, relate. You know, just how many? It, how many females? Oh, exact number? One, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven That's, of us, eight of us. Wow, nearly half. half. Yeah. That is insane. A lot of girls, yeah. So now do you guys have like this club, uh, this, <laughs> this shavehead club? I feel like so. There's clubs out there. Sisters. Our little, our little, we have a little group text called, like we call it Three Brave Babes. Uh, what was that first night after with the, with the, oh. the having, you, you've been, Having long hair, I don't know, you're in your 20s, but however long you've had long hair, yeah. let's say 20-some years, okay? <laughs> so now you go to bed and your your bed, your head hits the pillow and there's not that hair there. What, I just, what, oh. what, was, what was that like the first <laughs> day or two living with well, the shaved head? Uh, so uh, actually that first night was a heck of a ton of fun. Yeah. That was a blast because yeah. we were all just like pumped up on How adrenaline. How late did you stay? To the very end. Okay. I mean, the band was done. Right. The restaurant, I think, you was still closed the a restaurant. Little, down yeah, my family. Yeah. We got a chance to all have dinner, yeah. and it we just it was that was really yeah, cool, really really special. And um, so we stayed till the end. The next day, I actually went down to San Diego and volunteered for another group um, called Life Rolls On. Um, I think we've talked about it mm-hmm. before. And uh, so I was at the beach all day, okay. <laughs> wore a hat uh-huh. and a ton of sunscreen. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Had a lot of people who kept coming up to me and they're like, can I spray you? Uh-huh. Can I spray you? I was like, yes, sure. So that was day one. So I wore the hat all the time. Day two, Monday morning, um, starting that day, I will have to say was probably one of the hardest mm. ever. And the reason I say that is because I felt... It was so easy, you know, we get up, we do our thing, we have our normal routine, life is good, you, you, you change your look every now and then, but it's, it is what it is. And then that day waking up without my accessory, I felt yeah. like, I didn't yeah. realize, I never really actually put that much into like, oh, it's my hair. And everybody I've met when I told them we were shaving, they're like, but my hair, I'm right. like, really, it's just hair. When it happens to you and, and then you realize you're, you're there, and then the, the feeling consumed me of all of them, the women who go through it, yeah. who go through all this other trauma yeah. way before even getting to this point. Right. And then to get to that point, it's almost like, how do they do that? And then, then I thought about the children. And then you learn that like some children get teased right. for that. Yes. And yeah. That was just really hard. So that yeah. first day was I bet. Was very difficult because you just don't know what and people do, they react. Yeah. <laughs> people um on their phone, they'll stop and just stop mid-sentence and stare, which yeah. I get. I totally get the responses, but I, that first day was hard. I wonder, because we're in Southern California, and you are rocking this. <laughs> so I'm, and this is like a look 
in Southern California that a lot of, you know, yeah. famous people or whatever, models or whatever. So I'm wondering if maybe some of the people that were staring at you were like, wait, where have I seen her? Is she on Vogue? What are, where is she from? Where have I seen her before? So I think Thanks. that may have part to do with it as well. So uh, I think that goes to the sense that they that first saying that St. Baldrick's puts out there is rock the bald. Yeah. And that is so powerful because then you realize regardless of how you got there, yeah. you could just rock it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, yeah. And you're, and I mean, you're such just knowing your personality and you're such a feeler anyways. Right. So you, you have this connection with, you know, we were talking about, <clears throat> Uh, Vinny Antidormi, the little boy from St. Baldrick's uh, who lives in South Carolina that we got to kind of hang out with Joe Gibbs Racing and do some fun stuff with him. And the, he was a blonde-haired. His brothers are brunettes, you know, dark hair, Italian family. And he was this blonde-haired kid. And uh, what cancer has done to him, obviously he's bald now, doesn't have hair. It's completely changed the way he looks. I mean, you know, uh, the, the effect that chemo has. And so that Monday morning or that, that next, that day when you're going through all that, like you said, you were channeling, I think some of that, some of that emotion that all these cancer patients and breast cancer patients and like little ladies that, that are sporting your hairstyle right now are going through. So, uh, I think that's so important that you're, you're connecting with them and their energy as well. So, uh, it, it really speaks to who you are. Um, so, Okay, hero, here's a question for you. You need to help out all these other people that are going to plan this. What do you know now that you wish you would have known going in, like after it was all said and done? Here's the one lesson that I, I would have told myself to listen to about, you know, one piece of advice. To not be afraid to be annoying. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, how, how so? In asking for donations and asking for volunteer, like what? Just in general, I think because when you realize that if if you're doing something with passion and with intention and your your reasons are good, that when you ask people to do something, that you're you don't be afraid that mm-hmm. even if it seems outrageous or extraordinary or super bold, that to take that leap of faith because doing things that are a little bit out of the ordinary and um, getting people's attention about something so important like this is takes a little bit more Mm -hmm. out there-ness and to be comfortable with that. And I think it applies to a lot of things in in anything we do with with our work, with our personal lives, that it's, it's being comfortable in saying something that if your heart is saying it, yeah. Just listen to that because mm-hmm. that that is such a powerful thing. Yeah. If you can convey, if your intentions are there and you mean what you're meaning is as well, and you can share that with anybody and don't be afraid to get it out there. I, I, I on, on the heels of that, one of my favorite sayings that I heard is a guy named Andy Stanley says, pay attention to the tension. So if there's something in your gut that's telling you, I got to do that or whatever, like to pay attention to that, uh-huh. you know, and so that kind of on the heels of what you were saying. And I love the fact that, you know, don't be scared to be annoying. That's my life <laughs> philosophy. Like that's that that's worked. You know, I guess it's worked for me. I don't know. But, um, you know, don't I mean, you like you said, you had some early no's. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next time around you 
would be more willing to be annoying and just say, well, now let me tell you why this is so important. I, I hate to bug you, but, you know, now that's, I guess that's one of my last questions is, are you going to do this again? Are you going to coordinate this again? Let's put it that way. So we, like this? we literally like in all the conversations I've had with everybody who's been a part of it, it's, it is the next question. Like we, it's almost kind of, you have to, yeah. Uh, I think you, when you had interviewed uh, Kelly, Kelly, she said yep. the same thing, another right. VEO, um, that it, it you kind of feel like, wow, we're so lucky that we can do this. Mm-hmm. And there's more people who can be involved and there's so many more elements and aspects we could do it. Because my motto is, you know, go big or go bigger. Yeah. So, yeah, I think okay. we will. Right. And I'm hearing chatter from our coaches being at the huddle. There's some chatter around. Amanda's been so great. Yeah. Kelsey from St. Baldur's. All these different people. There's a lot of chatter about, yeah, of course. Like, let's, I know many other, there's so many other team leaders who've done this too. And, and I've talked to quite a few of them on, and learned from them. And I think, yes, definitely we're looking at doing it. And I think actually we're thinking about doing it in March. So oh, okay. we figured we could do this one in six yeah. months. So let's do another one in six months, whether if it's me planning it or other people planning it. I feel like hopefully more sport clips want to do it too, because then we can kind of help them. You know, if any questions, it's like one of those things like, oh yeah, come and ask us. Cause that, that's, uh, that's what I want to point out. I'm yeah. going to put your contact information For with sure. this stuff so that people can, that's why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, other people can be a VEO, volunteer event organizer. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they call it, and, and St. Baldur's calls it fundraiser in a box. Mm-hmm. Like they coined that. And it really is. It's, I'm, we've never really thrown something of this magnitude, but they made it every step of the way to be able to do it. So my last question, what have you found out about yourself through this process that you might not have known otherwise? Oh, wow. Uh, what have I found out about myself? Yeah. To stay true to who I am, because I want to see a world where our, we're all happy and we're all healthy, and mm-hmm. I think we all want that. And yeah. that's this is our kids, and this this is this is one way to do it. I had a backup answer because you couldn't <laughs> think of one. It was like I look good with short hair. Like I thought that maybe that's what you're gonna say. So oh, thank you. Uh, but uh, no, you're, you're amazing. This was and, and even. <laughs> For those who don't know, even you getting here today in downtown LA, like you're you're gonna have hit traffic on the way home, and all, and you're not feeling that good. And I don't know if it's because you know your your long hair had been a buffer. I feel the cold. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you're, uh, but uh, but no, I mean what you did, I definitely want to capture. At some point, I hope to get Frankie and Ash. Yeah. That they would be it'd be great to get them on a podcast and get the coaches kind of view uh-huh. of everything. And a shavies as well, but I know uh, this is going to help a lot of people, especially if you're planning one in March. And th- this could really be this. I'm going to challenge. You know what? I'm going to challenge other stores to plan yeah. s- theirs in March do as it. well. Let's do, do some sort of coordinated <laughs> effort. I I'll be a resource. You can be a resource. Uh-huh. Uh, we want to help you. I I I'll, I'll even commit to coming to one or two of yeah. them. Um, I almost came. Uh, I yeah. almost was able to come to yours. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't. Shaving your uh, head? Yeah. No, Still no. I, I will not commit to shaving my head, but I will commit to. I've I've helped MC and and be a part of these uh, before, and I'd love to uh, join some stores across the country as they put theirs on. So, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Your your uh, your energy, I hope, is um, infectious and gets everybody out there excited. Go, please. 
help us as we're helping St. Baldrick's help us get and raise funds yes. for childhood cancer research. Do your own shave-a-thon, uh, Brave the Shave event. You will not be sorry. And one quick yeah. shout-out, too. One thing also is we doubled our goal. Oh, that's, I didn't even, see, I didn't even ask yeah, money. I, I didn't ask the money because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't you know, I, I, know I don't want to put you hear. on blast just in case. Okay. <laughs> we did. So that's great. And okay, so, good. Yeah. <laughs> so you set a goal and then you doubled it. So it can be done. Just, that's and a, even if you don't, just, just, it, it can all be done. Every little bit is, is a lot. That's amazing. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks again, Shamila. Thank you. Thanks everybody. We'll have another, another episode for you next week. Bye. Bye.